Hello everyone, before we start this show, I'd like to take care of some housekeeping, and I'm doing so in my best NPR impression. So, go ahead and follow The Motley Experience on Twitter and Instagram, that's at Motley Experience, M-O-T-L-E-Y-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E, yes, the E in experience is not there, Um, that's because Twitter, when I first made the Twitter handle for this, had and it might still have a character max and so the first e was our sacrifice to the twitter gods so we could get that handle up and running and so please forgive me for any confusion so the motleyexperience.com spelt out the full way and at motley experience on all social media specifically twitter and instagram so check that out. If you want to refer to this show, use hashtag stuff explained. I would love to build a community around the topics and especially the big ideas discussed. Get some discourse, honest, open, as friendly as possible discourse. Uh, it doesn't even have to be agreeing with what I said. It could be some respectful and polite disagreement even. I, I just think it would be great to to sort of build that that community and, and have people engaged and discussing thoughts and opinions and sharing them and you know maybe we can break down some walls and and cross some barriers and whatever other metaphor or alliteration is out there for people coming together as for me you can follow me if you wish at at marusas that's a-t-m-a-r-o-u-s-a-s everywhere twitter instagram tiktok there's also my personal website, atmerses.com, that basically describes all the projects I'm involved in, including and especially the Motley Experience blog and this podcast. So um, this is going on a little bit now. It's continuing as I wait here awkwardly, not knowing how to end this. Still here. All right, we're getting to the show. Life is a journey of exploration, learning, and growth. Basically, the world is full of fascinating stuff. Join me, Aristides Marusas, as I uncover interesting facts and discuss big ideas on Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience. Experience your world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience. This is another big idea episode, so just throwing out some food for thought for all of you lovely listeners. And the topic I would like to discuss this week is making space. So before you roll your eyes, or perhaps you know someone who would roll their eyes, I understand this might come across as some new age, um, snowflake type of ideology that has risen up in the last few years. However, I would like to just provide my point of view in my own personal experience. I have seen this work for myself and for others, and I believe it's something that might be a bit misunderstood. And so I'd like to take some time and just discuss what is making space, how can we do it, what are the benefits, and uh, 
yeah, hopefully it's it's something you can enjoy, appreciate, and if possible, maybe even apply in your in your lives if you haven't done so already. So let's get to it. So, making space. What is this concept, basically? And again, everything I say here is really from my own experience, from my own studies and research and things like that. So you don't have to take it for gospel. If you have different experiences with it, you know, feel free to share you know, directly or on Twitter or whatnot. But for me, making space is your creating room sometimes literally, but usually it's not literal, obviously, creating room for people to express themselves freely. Um, So as long, obviously, as it doesn't cross your own boundaries or harm anybody, you're creating an environment for that person or persons to freely and expressively share their thoughts and emotions. Now, this may seem pretty commonsensical, and you might even think, well, I do this already. That's what I thought as well. But take into consideration an example of a time that you've gone to a parent or friend, and you've had an issue, and you've been really frustrated or wanted to cry, or there was just a lot of pent-up emotion, and all you really wanted to do, and maybe in the moment you didn't really realize this is what you wanted, was to let that out. You just wanted another human being to be there and stand by you as you let all of this out and and just to be there and be supportive. But what usually happens, and I've been guilty of it, is when someone is doing that, your initial instinct, either because you care about them and you want them to feel better immediately, or because you're made uncomfortable and you want to get away from that situation as fast as possible, is to shut them either shut them down which is basically a worst case scenario where you're like i don't have time for this or um you know like tell someone who cares type of thing whether it's worded that way or not or you're telling them it's going to be okay everything will work out um you know like there's always tomorrow more fish in the sea whatever the issue is they're basically trying to say like oh it's not as bad as you're making it out to be and they're doing this from a place of of goodness they want to help you But in reality, those words don't help because they're basically saying that you're making this out to be more than it is. They might not even mean that. They might not consciously mean it, but words have weight to them. And what those words are doing, even if you're consoling someone, is essentially saying you are overreacting to this situation. And that's why I believe a lot of people get even more frustrated. I've been there too when all I really want someone to do is to just listen just just please just listen don't try to fix it don't even give me your opinion honestly because it's just going to frustrate me more just allow me this space to be upset and whether it's just sitting there and you know holding a hand or you know it doesn't even have to necessarily be physical touch but just to know that they're there they're understanding you they are not passing judgment they're listening to you they're allowing you to be they're allowing you to feel these feelings that's what making space means And making space doesn't even have to be limited to what we'd consider sadder emotions. 
if someone's feeling angry or frustrated, as long as they are not endangering anybody or attacking anyone or, you know, focusing that anger and frustration towards you, the listener, it's perfect. People get angry and frustrated. We don't like negative emotions to begin with, but we're a lot more considerate of sad emotions than we are angry emotions. And I know I've been in situations where um, either someone has been angry in my presence or I've been angry and frustrated and it gets misconstrued that it's personal when it's not personal. I could just be frustrated at a situation and you happen to be there and I'm frustratedly, if that's even a word, trying to explain my feelings and the frustration and anger and everything at this particular situation. But because of how you know we react in general to people being angry, we try to shut that emotion down, calm down, take a breath. And in most cases, that only serves to pour gasoline onto the flame. So it doesn't really work really well. So there's a difference between someone being frustrated and raising their voice out of just sheer emotion and it being directed at you. So this is something else to take into consideration when you're making space. And this is something that happens a lot in relationships, whether it's just a friendship relationship or maybe a romantic relationship, everything becomes so super personal. And if you really want to attempt to make space for one another, this is so important is to take yourself out of the equation. What that person is going through most likely has nothing to do with you. But if it's they're just coming to you to vent about something, and and this is important, you accept that role because you also have the ability to say, no, this is crossing my boundary. I don't want to be subjected to this. And this is important in uh, parent-child relationships and maybe workplace relationships and maybe even friendships and, and maybe even romantic relationships. There comes a point where you really have to cut that off and you know, you're not that person's therapist. You're not, your purpose isn't to make them feel better. If you want to be there and be there for them, that's great, but saying no doesn't make you a bad person if you're protecting yourself. If you're just doing it to sort of run away because you just can't be bothered, that you know maybe something you should reflect on. But if you really think that it's harmful to you or to the relationship or that it'll really put you into a bad mood, if you believe in energy, if it's something that you think will be draining to your energy, or if it's just something that will just put you in a bad mental health space. Sometimes hearing someone complain about the same thing for the 1,534th time uh, in a week you know, it's, it's a lot. So keep in mind, boundaries are very important in making space and help you to define that space you're creating. But if you do agree, and you are there for them, you're not there to fix it. And you can always ask that question, like, hey, are you here just to vent to me? If so, that's fine. Are you here to bounce ideas off of me and to hear my ideas? Yes, no, and then just go with that if you're comfortable. Um, but again, it's okay for people to yell, it's okay for people to laugh, to cry, any kind of emotion, it's your body wanting to get it out. There's something going on internally that wants to be, wants to be put out. People say emotion is, is um, just energy in motion. And I've come to find that's true, that something for whatever reason, whether it's triggers or trauma or anything, your body is reacting to some sort of stimulus. And it's trying to get that out of your system. And sometimes that means you have to yell at the top of your voice. That means sometimes you just have to laugh hysterically. Sometimes that means you just have to like sob so hard your face hurts. Um, 
whatever it is, it's perfectly natural. It's just whatever your body's reaction is. And everyone's body is different. Everyone's emotional reactions, history, experiences are all different too. And so if we want to move forward in making space with people, we have to understand this and be able to comfortably sit in their presence as they're going through whatever it is they are going through. You over there listening to Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience. So if you're already listening to Stuff Explained from the Motley Experience, why not take that next step and head on over to themotleyexperience.com forward slash connect. Then all you got to do is enter your email address and you instantly become a part of the Motley Experience community. By doing this, you'll get the weekly insider newsletter that gives you all the latest and greatest from the Motley Experience, including updates from your favorite podcast, Stuff Explained. Again, themotleyexperience.com forward slash connect. There's absolutely nothing like having custom-made quality music for whatever your project might be. So if you're in the market for custom-made music, look no further than Retcon Industries. They provide tailor-made music for all sorts, whether it's professional wrestling, podcasts, trailers and so much more they can do it for you so for more information go to www.retconindustries.com or email my good friend greg at retcongreg at gmail.com retcon industries can also be found on facebook and on instagram at retcon industries that's r-e-t-c-o-n industries To me, the concept of making space also goes beyond allowing a person to emotionally express themselves. It also means creating space, creating an environment for people to act and behave as themselves. And this, I think, would be very important in relationships, in in friendships, and in family relationships, especially parents and children. You want to create a space where they can do what they think is best even if you believe them to be wrong. Now, I would say there's an age minimum for this. You know, obviously you're not going to let your three-year-old decide it's okay to run the street if that's what they want to do. But after a certain point, you need to let go of those reins and understand that your job as a parent, once you decide to have children, is to help them grow and be as healthy and as educated uh, as possible so that they can then take control of their own lives. And it's not up to you to control their every single move. They're, you know, you'll have friends, you'll have family members who will do things that you may vehemently disagree with. But at the end of the day, it's not your role to change that. You can make have some commentary if you want, as long as it comes from a respectful and loving place. And that it's coming from a place for their own well-being and not for your your well-being. And that's something that we get tripped up on a lot where we want what's best for our family or friends because it serves us in some way. Now, whether that's financial, whether that's um, 
some sort of respect or influence or something along those lines, some sort of status that you get for being involved with them, uh, whatever it might be. It's important that when we do go up to someone and say, hey, you know, I love you, I care about you, um, you're doing this and I don't really understand it or, you know, I'm worried that it might not be what's best for you. It might be hurting other people, whatever it might be. Just make sure you're doing it from a loving and caring place. So to get back on topic, making space is allowing room for them to do this. They might make a mistake. It might actually be a mistake, but how are they going to learn from it otherwise? Just think back to your own life. All the lessons you've learned, the truly valuable lessons, have they been learned just from listening to someone else? Or have they been learned through experience, through practice, through making mistakes and realizing the truths uh, that come from making that mistake, that come from practicing, you know, quote, good advice and realizing that is good advice or maybe it isn't. I feel like we learn the most from experience as opposed to what we are taught as opposed to dogma for example so making spaces is that it's making room in your relationships with people to allow them to really live their lives as they feel fit to let them express themselves there's in my opinion no real truer form of love when it comes to relationships than being there for someone when they're at their best their worst their middle um, and just loving them for it and accepting them for it and if you can give some advice do it if they don't take it you know that's that can be frustrating but you have to let them live their own lives also being there for them going back to what we talked about in the beginning of this episode with emotions just letting them have those emotions we have that need to just say, no, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Well, that person in the middle of all that despair, they can't even think that way. Think to the last time you were hysterical about something. I, I remember the last time I was and someone telling me it's going to be okay did not make me feel better. What you really want is just an embrace. You want to feel like things are going to be better. You don't want to hear that. You want to feel comfort. You don't want words. Words don't help in a situation like that. For the most part, what you really want is just that that feeling. You want to feel like you are listened to, that what you are saying matters, that what you are feeling matters, that your problems matter. One of the worst, most hurtful things you can do is when someone's experiencing a problem, something that is so painful for them, you make them feel like that problem doesn't matter or isn't as problematic as that person is experiencing it. Don't take away people's hurt and struggle. You might think you're doing a good thing, but you are not. You need to allow them to experience it. Let them know it's okay to experience it. And let them know that you are there for them throughout the entire process. And that is how you let them know that things will be okay. So that I think, I think I did a pretty decent job summarizing this idea of making space. It's pretty straightforward when you explain it, practicing it obviously a bit different it's difficult to just sit there especially when it's someone you care about who's hurting and to let that hurt come out without you wanting to tell them hey man like it's okay everything's going to be okay just we need to try to avoid doing that and instead of using the word show through action show through sitting there sometimes all we can do is sit there and be quiet 
and just be quiet and and let them know that we're listening to them we're not just sitting there awkwardly we're listening to them we are letting them be and if they have a hysterical fit you know they might be embarrassed afterwards letting them know that hey no that's fine this is all part of the human experience we all go through it and also realize that for them to allow themselves to have that experience around you or more importantly a better way to word this for them to allow you to be around in such a vulnerable experience speaks volumes to the trust to the need they have for your presence so don't disrespect that don't discount that it's not often that people open themselves up to others when they are at their most vulnerable so if you are there you need to be thankful and respect that this other human being thinks highly enough of you and or needs you enough to bring you into this process now whether it's their depths of despair a rage or maybe they just want to really celebrate something super awesome and you're one of the people that they want to celebrate it with highs lows in between it is so vital so keep that in mind going forward if you have any thoughts on this i uh, mentioned it at the beginning of the show and i'll probably mention it in the closing of the show while the uh, the credits are rolling so to speak reach out at the motley experience you know i see the stats i know you guys are listening and i thank you so much for that let's take it to the next level let's take it to the next step hashtag stuff explain let's get people looking at this if you think that this is a good service if you think this is a good podcast rate it on apple Podcasts, wherever else wherever else excuse me that you can rate this reach out to me on twitter on instagram at atmarusis for my personal accounts or at motley experience for the blog and podcast accounts let me know what you think let me know of your own personal experiences with making space or with any other big idea episode that we've discussed have you tried to implement it what was the reaction what issues have you faced within this do you think i'm wrong why am i wrong i i just want to know i want to start this discourse and just see where it takes us i have a good feeling about it honestly i think some good can be done and i'm excited about that but i can't do it alone i need my listeners i need the listeners of stuff explained you wonderful people to get on um and and just share share your experience if you feel comfortable doing so your thoughts and, and so on and so forth so before i keep ranting as i am wont to do i'm gonna end it here Thank you again very, very much for listening. I will be speaking to you next week. Stuff Explained is written and produced by me, Aristides Marousas. Music is produced by the talented Greg Massey of Retcon Industries. Visit themotleyexperience.com for more thoughtful original content, and you can also find links to the sources used for each episode of Stuff Explained. Like us on Facebook at The Motley Experience. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Motley Experience and use the hashtag Stuff Explained. If you like this episode, leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Thank you for listening. <laughs>